Hey friend, I wanted to remind you that I have a brand new course available to you that's going to help you grow and scale your business tenfold. And importantly, if you're a new entrepreneur, these are tactics and strategies that are current and definitely going to help you make sure that you're thinking holistically about your business and how to market it, how to put things on autopilot so you're working less and enjoying life more, but also how to put passive income strategies to test. It's also going to teach you how to create your own digital products. It's going to teach you how to brand yourself, not just on social media, but in other platforms. If you want to start a podcast, it's there. If you want to start a YouTube channel, it's there. All of this amazing content is yours if you take initiative now. Now, don't stand on the sidelines like many people have because the quicker you get started, the faster you're going to see success. As long as you put in the work, as long as you stay consistent, as long as you learn from things that are not working and make those adjustments, you will see success. It's the quitters who don't. So I wanted to share with you that I have this brand new course that I'd love for you to get your hands on. It's at mydigitalcourse.com. Again, mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Ask me any questions. You can hit me up on Instagram at The Audience Method. I'm happy to talk you through it. But this is for you, whether you have an existing business and you're looking for additional marketing strategies and tactics. Maybe you want to create your own digital course. This is going to walk you through how to do that and give you more passive income to add revenue to your business. And this is especially good for new entrepreneurs, even network marketers who want to get into digital products or learn the right marketing strategies to get people to pay attention to you so you don't have to chase them, but they come to you. Again, it's at mydigitalcourse.com. Go check it out. Hey there, it's Tiffany. I am back for another episode and I'm so excited to be here and speaking to you. And I just want to give a shout out to those of you who have been engaging with me on social media. For those of you who have been sending me your thoughts and ideas via email, I absolutely love to hear from you and to engage with all of you. So please continue to do that. And if you haven't yet connected with me or followed me on Instagram, feel free to friend me and say hello and follow me. And again, just send me a direct message, ask me any questions. I would love, love to hear from you. And if you have a chance and you've been listening to a podcast episode that really resonates, why don't you just take a screenshot and tag me there on Instagram so that I can see what you've taken away from it and you're sharing it with others helps me get it out to the masses even more. If you do that, thank you so much. I appreciate it. For those of you who have been doing that, I love it and continue and thank you so much. Okay, so before we jump in to today's FIRE episode, and I say FIRE because I am really gonna get into the nitty gritty here on how to help you stand apart from everyone else in your MLM, But before we get into that, I wanted to share one of the recent reviews I've received on my podcast. And for those of you who have been taking the time to give reviews or if you've thought about it but just haven't had the time, this is your opportunity to get a shout out. So if you write one, I may feature you on here. All right. 
So the one I'm going to talk about is from LED2206. She writes, I randomly found this podcast and I'm so thankful I did. What amazing content. Tiffany is so informed about all things sales funnels, online marketing, and network marketing that I have learned more from her than my five years in this industry. She has such a soothing voice and her confident leadership and actionable tips are already helping me and my team. I built my first funnel from following her step-by-step guidelines. Huge fan and listener for life. Thank you. Well, I have to say, Ellie, thank you for that generous and most kind review. And I am so proud of you for digging in and building out your first funnel. I'm sure it feels fantastic and I would love to see it. So if any of you are building funnels, please send them over to me. I'm happy to critique them, give you some advice on what to do to them, to improve them, their performance. And you know, that's what I'm here for. Okay. All right. So we're now ready to dig into today's episode all around offer creation. We're going to talk about how to create stellar offers so that you can stand apart from everyone else in your MLM. Now, why is that important? Well, let's think about it from the perspective of somebody who might be interested in your products that you're selling. Okay, let's, let's talk about it from a product standpoint. And let's say that what you sell is mascara or some sort of beauty product. Let's think about why would somebody think that they need to buy from you versus thousands of other people who are selling this beauty product? There has to be a reason. There has to be something that's going to motivate them to buy from you. And if you think about it in MLM, you have the same product, you have the same pricing, you have the same scripts. Everything is the same as your upline, your cross lines, and your downline. So you're not unique at all. The only thing that is unique is you, right? And while that's great, and if you have existing relationships, that can work wonders. But if you're working with a cold market and you're trying to warm them up, that's not enough, okay? It's helpful for them to get to know, like, and trust you, but it's not always enough. You need an offer that is really going to speak to them, to their heart, and pull at those heartstrings and get them to make that emotional buying decision, right? We talked about every purchase is basically an emotional response from somebody. And so you need to be able to create that emotional response. And we do that through offers. We do that through storytelling and storytelling plays into the offers that we create. Now, you may be saying, what do you mean offers? Like we offer $20 off for our products or We offer sales every month or we throw in products every month. Well, the problem is so is everyone else in your MLM. And so what I really want to nail down here and what I really want to push home to you is that you need to be creative and you need to create additional offers that are going to set yourself apart from people in your MLM. And that is what we're going to dig real deep into today. And I'm going to describe and give you some examples. And we're going to walk right through how to create offers. All right. So let's start out thinking about how do you plan on outvaluing yourself versus everyone else? We are talking about solutions that you can create 
that's going to turn your product into an offer. And again, it's about outvaluing you and your product versus everyone else out there. So the best way for us to talk about this, I think, is to go through just an example all through this episode and using one example as the product. And we can go through how exactly to create offers from this product that will entice someone to purchase from you. Let's use the example of mascara. And you can think makeup if you're in makeup or beauty, MLM, but we're going to talk about mascara specifically. Now, the first thing we need to do is think about why somebody would want to purchase mascara. There are these three areas that are critical for your offers to fall within so that you know how to position them and you know how to storytell about them. And the three specific areas are health, wealth, and relationships. These are the three most important areas in people's lives that people are very passionate about and people get emotional about, right? If you have a relationship, you get emotional about those relationships, whether it's your kid, whether it's a partner, whether it's a spouse, we get emotional about our health, making sure that we are doing what we can to stay healthy. If we have health issues, we get emotional about those things and we get really passionate about correcting them. If we have wealth, We're really emotional about goals and our lifestyle and making sure we're out of debt and not feeling like we're being dragged through the mud financially. And so these are the three areas people tend to be most emotional around, most vested in, most passionate about. And so when you're creating an offer, you want to hit on one of those three themes. That's how your offer is going to resonate. That's where the promise is going to come into play. That's where the stories are going to come into play around one of those themes. And so since today we're choosing mascara, then we're going to choose relationships as the main priority and motivation for somebody who is looking to purchase that product. That's how we're going to focus the build out of our offer. And we call it an offer stack, really. So You can look at offers in different ways where someone says, all right, I'm offering 50% off this month only for the product. And that is an offer, right? You could say, I'm throwing in this extra eyeshadow with the mascara this month only. Those are offers. And while those are offers, they're kind of less emotionally pulling somebody in. They're more about the price, if anything. And while that can come into play, We really want to think about pulling at those emotional heartstrings and really setting yourself apart because anyone in your MLM can offer money off. Anyone in your MLM can offer money back. It's more about what can you add. And so we call this an offer stack because I'm going to walk you through at least three offers within your offer, if that that makes sense. I'm going to offer you three additional bonuses in your offer that is going to be packaged up into one offer. And that is what I want you to think about here is you're going to be stacking your bonuses, stacking offers and creating and packaging it all up into one offer for your audience, for your ideal customer, so that you're really setting yourself apart and that you are taking the time to understand what their pain points are, what their needs are, and you're providing solutions to those needs all under the same theme of either health, wealth, and relationships. 
I hope that makes sense. I kind of dug in a little bit more there, but I really want you to understand that the offers that you create are not just about one price reduction. It's really about multiple bonuses, multiple offers within it that you can package up into one offer. And I think it'll make more sense as we dig into the example that we're going to start now. Okay. So we have mascara, right? We have somebody who we know that the reason that they have mascara or they use mascara is because of relationships. They are convinced that beauty is going to help them form relationships. It's going to help them keep relationships. And so knowing this motivation, knowing the pain points that they have, we now need to figure out how do we sell it to them? Now, I like to focus on current buyers. And that's one of the reasons why in my own MLM, a lot of times I target current MLMers because I know that they're already convinced that MLM is a great business, is a great business model. I don't have to go and convince them of, oh my gosh, is that a pyramid scheme and go through all of that. I'd much rather target people who are, you know, who are go-getters and ambitious and who like the business model and see the potential than having to deal with the friction involved in those who it's new to. So everyone has their own ideal customer avatar. Mine tends to be an existing buyer, right? And so when we talk about buying mascara, I suggest that you target current mascara buyers. Again, it's about less friction, less education gap. They've already raised their hand. They've already put money and exchanged money for mascara before. So all you need to figure out is how do you set yourself apart? How does your offer compete with their current offer where they're buying mascara? And how do you make it more appealing to them? And so instead of having to educate them about mascara, instead of trying to convince them that they need it, you only have to focus on your offers and making those really wow them and pulling them in to decide to make the switch to your mascara. Now, This is your decision. You can decide that you don't want to target existing product users. And when I say existing, I don't mean your customers, obviously, but people who already use a similar product. And you could go to completely new people. And that is all about your offer and how you decide to package that up and who your ideal customer avatar is. I'm just, for an example today, going to say we're going to focus on existing mascara buyers because Again, it's about being able to create a simpler offer because we don't have to go through the education of convincing them why they should be using mascara to begin with. So just figure out who your ideal customer avatar is. And we talk about this all the time on the podcast in almost every episode it comes up. Do your homework, figure it out. And then when you create your offer, you're going to know what stories you're going to want to pull in there. You're going to know what theme right out of those three areas, health, wealth, and relationships that you want to form your offer around to promise, right? The solution you're offering that's going to create that promise around either health, wealth, or relationships. And then you can create the offer. So I just wanted to share with you an option, but of course you decide who you want to target and what's best for you. Okay. So in our next part of creating this offer is to understand what current offers are. You need to do some research here and figure out what are some of the mascara products currently out there How are your competitors selling it? What are some of their offers that they're giving people? And then also understanding what are the pain points 
and motivations of their current customers. And you can do this research on Instagram, on Facebook, anywhere where there's comments, where there's posts about it and people have questions, and just figure out what some of those highlighted pains or frustrations are with people or even desires and motivations. You can also understand why people like something. They'll comment on what they like about it, why it's better than the mascara they used before. And make sure you take a note of that because that's going to come into play when you think about your next step, which is throwing rocks at the red ocean. So a red ocean, if you don't know already, is the ocean where you have tons of competition. And the red ocean is where you don't want to be selling, right? Because there's so many people selling what you have. How do you stand apart? But in the blue ocean is where we all want to be. That is a vast ocean of no competition. You have figured out a way to be unique. And so people can find you much better and easier and you can sell a lot easier. And the blue ocean comes from thinking outside of the box and creating spectacular offers and for you being unique and likable and trustworthy. And that is how a blue ocean is formed. When you think about Uber, Uber created a blue ocean from a very red ocean, right? There was tons of cabs and taxis and businesses in that space. And people had been using taxi cabs for decades, right? And yet Uber came up with a solution around that and created its own blue ocean. And so that is what offers do. Offers take you out of the red ocean into the blue ocean. And so now what I want you to do is understanding your competition and being able to think about how are you going to throw rocks at the competition, at their offers, and make yours seem so much better. So some examples of how you can do that. We're talking about mascara here. So what you could do is think about, well, let's say that yours does not smudge. Let's say that no matter what you do, you could even be washing your face on a video, your mascara does not smudge and others do. That could be one way to set yourself apart. Let's say that yours actually creates real lengthening and really amazing lengthening results over a span of, let's say, three to six months, and you have before and after photos of that. That's one way to set yourself apart. Let's say that you have a two-in-one mascara slash eyeliner that creates a smoky eye in like one minute. And so that is something that sets your product apart. These are all things that you have to start thinking about with your own product. What makes your mascara unique from everyone else? Now, I know mascaras can pretty much be similar to others, but you need to find an angle with what makes it unique. And then you're going to play upon that in your offer too. And your offer isn't going to be about the mascara being unique, but you need to know exactly what does make it unique because you want to have an angle. Now, you also want to think after you've looked at your red ocean, you want to think about what the biggest objection people have to your product because your goal is to get them to either purchase the mascara or to make a switch from their current mascara to yours. So you really need to understand what do they not like? What do they struggle with? Why would they object to making the switch to your mascara? And so now we're going to walk through how to start creating the offer. And there are three things that I want you to write down. These are three false beliefs that people have to your product. One of them is vehicle. The second is internal. 
And the third is external. So again, these are the three false beliefs that your offers are going to fall within. So the first one, a vehicle, this is what people think right away when they're presented with a solution. And if you think about it with your MLM, for instance, and you've tried to present somebody to join your business opportunity, most likely the first thing they think is, is this another pyramid scheme? Or does this really work for people? Or is it for very few that get to the top? So these are some of the first things that come to mind when they're presented with your opportunity. So think about it when they're presented with your product what is right away going to cross their mind that you're going to need to address in your offer because you want to get people over those false beliefs. You want to get them over the hump to actually purchase from you. So you're going to have to call those out in your offer somehow and provide solutions around them for your customers. So vehicle could be for the mascara that we're selling is, does this really work, right? If the promise is lengthening, if the promise is lasting, you know, 24 hours, whatever that promise is, does this really work? So write that down. The first false belief in the vehicle is, does this really work? And part of that could be maybe they've tried it before and they've found mascaras just do not do what they say they're going to do. And so they already have this skepticism built in. The second false belief around internal is really about insecurities. It's usually hitting somebody around Could I really do that? Can I really apply that mascara so that it looks as good as Jane Doe there, as Celebrity X there? And so there's an internal insecurity that's happening that you're going to need to provide a solution around for your customer. I would say for here, if the question is, can I really do that? I don't know how to apply makeup well. Then the internal false belief then is around knowledge. It's just not knowing how to. And so we're going to have to address that within the offer stack. And then we've got the last false belief, which is external. And this is really about the belief that quality comes with price. It could be with the false belief that quality takes a lot of time from you. So we're going to write down here for the mascara example, pricing, because we're going to say that the customer expects that it costs too much in order to get the results that we're promising. So let's just say those are the false beliefs we're working with with this product. And for you, you're going to want to go through this exercise for your product. Again, it's a vehicle, internal and external false beliefs. Write them down so that you know how you're going to stack your offers to address these three false beliefs. All right. So in order to do this, just remember, you've got to do your research. You've got to understand the red ocean, what people are offering them and the response to those offers. And then you also need to know experiences that your ideal customers had with your product, because that's going to come into play here. You need to kind of know where they're at before you can actually make that sale to them. All right. Next, we're going to use these false beliefs to story tell. And you know how important telling stories are. We've gone through this a lot and I know you know marketing probably by now. Stories sell, facts tell. And so you want to make sure that you're using stories in your offers. So we're going to now take those three false beliefs that we've written down and we're going to flesh those out even further into storytelling. 
And so the first one we said was the vehicle of the person thinks, does this even work? I've tried this before. I just don't know. I'm just not convinced that this mascara does or will do for me what they're saying does. So how do you address that? Well, the first way you can address that is through testimonials and through before and afters. So maybe there is a way to tell a story about your own personal experience. There's a way to tell customer experiences around the same false belief of, oh, I know I've tried this mascara before. I know that um, it just ended up smudging all over my face, or I know that the ingredients were fantastic, but it didn't do what it said it was going to do. And I looked like a raccoon by the end of my wedding, you know, whatever that is. But you want to bring in examples of where it didn't work with your story of when you switched over why it does work and the testimonials that you have. That could be one way that we can address the does this work false belief. Now, the second false belief around internal, remember, is around the insecurity of, I don't know how to apply it, so it's going to look that way, right? They, They don't have the knowledge, they don't have the expertise, the experience, or the tactics to apply it. So what can we offer? What can we share with them that is going to make them feel better about this and is going to make this less of an issue for them? Maybe we could say, you know, it's going to take two minutes. It's only going to take two minutes for you to look like Celebrity X, or it only takes 10 minutes, five days in a row for you to achieve this look for the rest of your life. Just think about you know, what sort of story can you be telling them that is going to address that question around, I don't know how to use this or apply it. Now, the third false belief around external, we said, was all around pricing and the belief that if it's quality, it's going to cost a lot of money. So here is where we have to start changing that story in their head. And so you have to come up with an idea. So could it be you're going to get $300 worth of professional makeup for 50% off the price. This mascara should be worth $100, but it's going to be worth a fraction of that and it's going to last you a lot longer. So start thinking about the new stories that you're going to tell your customer that is going to help them remove these false beliefs and get over that hump to considering purchasing this product from you. Okay, so now the next step is we now have our stories. We know what the false beliefs are and how we're going to start to address them. But now we've got to really start tying it into the product. So we're going to start thinking about what can we offer? What are those solutions around this story, around these false beliefs that we can actually give our customers when they purchase this mascara? So One of the first ones was, does this really work? So your first bonus that you could potentially create that's going to be part of your offer could be helping your customer by giving them a free beauty consultation once they purchase mascara. So maybe you offer, hey, I'm going to sit down with you for 20 minutes via Zoom and I'm going to show you exactly how to apply this. I'm going to help walk you through it. I'm going to watch you apply it, and we're going to do this together. That could be an awesome bonus for somebody who's really skeptical and like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to achieve the look, that sort of thing. The second bonus you can offer, which is going to address the internal insecurity around, 
I don't know if I can even do this, if it's going to look the way I want it to look. Again, more skepticism. You could create how-to videos. And what you could do is you could break them up into a day look, an evening look with mascara. Maybe you're going for an event. And in those videos, you can include, you know, just eye makeup in general with the mascara and different colors and different looks. And so that gives somebody additional material that they can use so they can ensure that they are going to achieve that look, right? You're not leaving them hanging. You're going to give them that support so they know exactly how to do this. And then the third false belief we talked about was externally related and it had to do with pricing. It had to be expensive. It was going to be of quality. And this is where you can throw in a discount on the item or you can throw in buy one, get one free, or you could do something like buy this and I'm going to give you this extra product, whatever it is. But this is where you can get creative in addressing the pricing. Remember that the external motivation too, or the external false belief isn't necessarily around pricing. It could be around time. I don't have the time. And I assume that in order to achieve the look I want with this mascara, it's going to take a lot of time for me to learn it or a lot of time for me to apply it to get it to look the way I want to. So there's different types of external false beliefs people have. So think about that too, but we're using price as an example. So now we've addressed three false beliefs, right? And we have this offer stack that we'll call it of bonuses that you're going to give people when they purchase your mascara, right? Now I want you to add more. I want you to add more bonuses because this is what is really going to set you apart. It's all about overvaluing your product, overvaluing yourself. And so you have to add more so that people perceive it to being worth so much more money than they're actually paying. It really goes a long way when you do that. So we're going to add fast action bonuses to your offer. And what that means is you're going to pick one to two, maybe three additional bonuses that you're going to give people within this offer. So let's talk about on the mascara, what we could do. One thing we could do is we could give live Q and A's on Facebook. So let's say we say, Hey, weekly, I'm going to have Alive in a Facebook group, you're going to be invited to, and I'm going to go over new looks. And this is a great thing you can do also to upsell people over time. You get them into a Facebook group, you share how to videos on your mascara, and then you slowly incorporate other products with the mascara, or you share other products in a way that you get them to become, you know, more of a committed customer and a more consistent buying customer. So it's a great fast action bonus you could throw in there. Or another fast action bonus we could throw in there is giving them another product. So we talked about before, like a smoky eye. Well, maybe we give them a smoky eye kit. So we throw in a a liner of yours so that they have access to that as well when they buy the mascara. We've now created five different bonuses for the ideal customer that we want to get to buy our mascara. Now, do you think that that's going to set us apart? from Jane down there who is saying, I'll give you $20 off this one time. Yeah, it is because $20 sounds great, but when you can also get a discount plus how-to videos, plus a beauty consultation, plus live Q&As on Facebook in a community, plus another product thrown in, if you get all of that just from purchasing one mascara, I don't think that $20 really means as much anymore, does it? So you've not just overvalued the 
product, right? You've overvalued it in terms of you've given them so much more than what they're paying for monetarily, but you've also set yourself apart. You've given people the perspective that you really want to help. You want the mascara to work for them, that you care. You care enough to give them more, give them more value and support them. And it just raises your brand in such a positive way. So it helps for referrals too. So if you want to do some more referral marketing through your existing customers, this is a great way to do it. You could also throw in fast action bonuses if you get someone to buy it with you and take advantage of this current offer. I'm going to give you an extra product or I'm going to give you another 10% off, but you know, whatever it is, but be creative here. And this is what's fun about offers. They are your opportunity to get really creative and think outside of the box. And it can be a lot of fun to do that, but it's so important to know where you're starting. And so I want to recap this whole process because I went a little bit deep in some areas and I don't want to confuse you. And you may have to re-listen to this. You probably will to let some of this sink in. And again, you know, I'm working in a time period where I don't have the ability to polish my episodes as much. So I apologize if they're not as, you know, if they're a little bit more fluid and they're not as structured. But I do in order for me to get my content out there on time and on schedule and weekly, I need to kind of just be less worried about it being perfect and more about just getting the content out to you all. So I apologize if it's a little bit much, okay? All right, so we're gonna recap how we started this whole process. So the first thing you want to do is you wanna figure out how you're going to separate yourself from everyone else who's selling your product. Remember that you cannot set yourself apart from your MLM unless you create an offer that is very different and unique. So the first thing you're going to do is you're gonna figure out what your product motivates most in the lives of your customer? Is it health, wealth, or relationships? And figure out what that theme is that you're going to focus most on in your offer. And then second, you're going to figure out what's the current offer and message they're getting right now? What does that red ocean look like? So that you can figure out how to set yourself apart and also how to throw rocks at that red ocean. So it's important for you to know where they are in order to get them to come over to your side and consider purchasing your product. Now, third is we're going to start thinking about and addressing what those false beliefs are. So we need to name those false beliefs. And every false belief falls into three categories, vehicle, internal, external. And I want you to focus on all three. So I want you to outline what is the vehicle false belief, what is the internal false belief, what is the external false belief that your ideal customer has to purchasing your product? From there, you're going to create a new story that addresses those three false beliefs. So you're going to write those stories down. Remember, I talked about the first one about does this work? So that story is testimonials. The second internal belief, false belief was, I don't know how to do that. You're going to tell them that it only takes two minutes to look like celebrity X. And then the third false belief around external was around, it has to cost a lot of money in order to get quality mascara. And so you're going to address it with, well, no, you're going to get $300 worth of professional makeup look for 50% or 60% of the price, whatever it is. And then lastly, you're going to take those new stories, you're going to take those false beliefs, and you're going to be creative and create your own offers. And you're going to create an offer for each of those three, and then you can create 
fast action bonuses. And I recommend at least two fast action bonuses that you can throw in. So now you have an offer of five bonuses that your customer avatar is going to receive should they decide to buy your product. How cool is that? All right. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for spending time and going through this with me today. I know it was a lot and I know it was a little bit iffy there a couple of times trying to explain it to you, but hopefully it's pretty clear. If you have any questions, don't hesitate. Send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm happy to clarify anything for you and to explain anything further, to even look at some of your offers and help you brainstorm around those a little bit more. I'm happy to do that. So that is it for today. And before I leave, I just want to let you know that if you are interested in joining my network marketing company, some of you have been reaching out to me about it. I'm not really creating this podcast to have you join my team. That's not what this is about. I'm really about helping anyone in the industry so that we can become more informed. We can raise the standard of MLM in other people's eyes, and we can really take online marketing at its best and apply it to this industry because I think it works very well to do that. And I've done wonders for my own business using online marketing tactics. So that's really the purpose of this podcast. It's not about poaching. It's not about recruiting others, but there have been some of you who've been interested in joining my MLM. I do have a link on my website where you can get more information about that and you can get the information about applying to be on my team. And I do have people apply, to be honest, and it's just because I'm so busy. You know, My team grows fast and I just can only spend so much time with certain people. And I do like to do one-on-one coaching in the beginning because I'm all about setting them up with my free funnels. I'm all about setting them up with understanding online marketing and helping them define their niche with me. And so I spend a lot of time with my new recruits. So I have to have an application process. I do not have the time for tire kickers. I'm only interested in people joining my team who are seriously interested in building a really big business, or at least interested in building a business and focusing on it to be successful, whatever that success looks like for them. So again, if you're interested in joining my team, you can go to my website and I have a link under work with me and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. But I wanted to address that because some of you have been reaching out to me and I just want to make sure that you understand that I welcome people too. I'd love to have you, but that's not the purpose of this podcast. And it's why I don't talk about my MLM specifically on it and I don't name it. All right. Well, thanks again. I hope you're having a great week. If you haven't yet done so, please don't forget to go subscribe to this podcast and write a review. I would love to feature you on one of my next episodes. Well, that is it. I will see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now.